We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, guru, man, love the waves, man. Good night. Back to Stiney and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Hour number two, John Dickinson for Stiney. Guru's here, as always. Feeling good, yeah. flying along here on Except a Monday. The weather. Yeah. yeah, the weather. Was, People don't know how to drive, It was man. tough, man. Good Lord. It was tough, it was tough getting in. You're always <laughs> just, oh, what's going on? Man. Yeah, but yeah, drive safe out there if you're, if you're heading around. 888-957-9570. Sam Amico is going to join yeah. us at, at 1.30. We'll talk some NBA hoops. With him, uh, getting into just where the Warriors are at, it's the the old hamster wheel conversation that I know you and Steiny have had a lot over the course of this season. They win a couple of games, and it not only feels like they have action, even though still shorthanded, but then you look at the standings, and the standings tell you they have action, but it's all really in this... Can they get everybody else back yeah. out in the distance at some point, whether that's a few days or a few weeks? Uh, we don't really know the answer to that question, but Clay Thompson playing at, a, at an all-time great level. And we were having the conversation about Jordan Poole and his continued struggles. Part of the reason they've needed Clay to be the alpha is because Poole has struggled mightily. And, you know, I, I've been considered the apologist for Poole, which I do think is funny because I was... One of the last people to get on the bandwagon for him as he was there was a making, making the come yeah. up, and you know four one five. This kind of exemplifies it. Xfinity Mobile text line JD and Guru, lifelong Warrior fan, season ticket holder. In my opinion, I'd rather have Dante DiVincenzo over JP three every day of the week. I hope the Warriors can find a way to keep DiVincenzo and offload Pool. Like, wow, like is it fall? Is it gone that? Dramatically, this just off of this one season, like I won't tell anybody you need to go uh, pee in a cup when I hear that because we're watching it more times than not. And you know, did you ever once think when Jordan Poole was at his highest last year, and this is maybe where I went wrong and turned down the wrong, you know, corner, turned on the wrong corner, Jay, 33% from three, like. I thought he was a little better than that. He may end up better than that, but more times than not, I'm like, damn, I thought you were the splash cousin. And last year at times you were, more times than not. But now when you see DiVincenzo do it with his mind and his body and the big shots, yeah, he's older, he's more seasoned, but I can understand somebody texting to a sports talk show like ours, picking the phone up and calling us. I kind of get that. But you told me, we talked about it, Goo, Dante's play, he's earning some pay too. He's playing too well to be back. Wow, man. To be perfect. And, and look, I think the Warriors would love to have him, but he's going to opt out. Uh, without a doubt. And some money offers are coming. And the the most the Warriors could offer him would be the mid-level exception, which would be it's somewhere in this $6.5 million range with raises. It, 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 I, estimating yeah. it out here, it's it's somewhere around three years and about $20 million, basically, give or take a little bit, would be the most that the Warriors could offer him. And we saw this with Peyton. He dipped on us. Well, and, and the Warriors had the ability to pay Peyton more yeah. because he had already been there. And didn't do and, it. And, and so I just, to me, it's, I mean, at this point, yeah, they chose not to. They'd love to have DiVincenzo, but I think DiVincenzo's completely wow, pricing man. his, his way out of, of the range in which... 
the Warriors are going to be able to keep him, regardless of if the Warriors traded him. Like, you, if you trade Jordan Poole, you're still over the cap and only have a certain means to which you could re-sign the player. So how much of your gut tells you that if the Warriors didn't decide to pay Poole and have him play out this season for the quote-unquote bag, how do we not know, and maybe we never will, Jay, how do we not know he would have handled that pressure? Well, we don't. See, but you're, but you're, it sounds like you're giving him the benefit of the doubt. Well, I, I was, I'm going to be consistent with what I said last year, and, and maybe I was wrong about this last year. At first, it, you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody last year that was not willing to right. pay. Right, and that's why Jordan I don't want to be like the By guy the that's way. on pool's like, neck. And, and everybody was, and because and, I mean, like, I seriously, do you remember anybody? I don't remember anybody that was like, you know what, don't pay Jordan Poole. He wasn't Make a phenom, Jordan Poole but he was damn out. near close, man. Make Jordan yeah. Poole play it out. He was, he showed out. So a little bit of that is revisionist history. Now, you can make the case that, that okay, it was a mistake, but you can't say you shouldn't have done it necessarily. Oh, no doubt. Because you had to be screaming that at the time but if, if you're going to be screaming yeah, it now. And the reason I brought that up, though, because I feel like you're bringing, you're insinuating he's resting on his laurels because he got the bag. I don't think he's resting on his laurels. Like, I don't think it's a, I don't oh, think it, wow. I really don't. I don't think he feels he's a made dude and, and there's no, I don't feel that way either. No way to get better. That's what has me a little concerned. I got the bag and I don't have to work as hard. Like, I don't think it's any of that with, with him. I just think there's a unique set of circumstances where some of it expectation, but, but the one thing I'll go back to as far as the contract, because I, I want to make this yeah. point. We got, I got a little bit sidetracked on it is I thought that it was the right move to pay him because I didn't want Poole chasing the money this year. I thought it would be bad if Poole was chasing the money, like being playing somebody okay. like somebody with Thirsty. Clay back yeah, in the yeah. fold. Doing too much. Playing like somebody that wanted to be paid. And to me, that had the uh, you know ability to be more problematic. I didn't want him to have to worry about it. I wanted him to, all right, he knew he got paid. Now you can settle into this sixth man role. You can be more accepting of the sixth man role where you know you're getting your starts for Steph. You know you're getting your starts for Clay, and, and be comfortable. I think we do underestimate, though, and I've been less in on the punch and the ramifications of the punch and everything, but I still think, like, how can you not go through that if your pool, as much as you push through it, as much as you try to get back to normal and not have it somehow, some way, yeah. just still impact you a little bit throughout the course of the season. Yeah, I, you know what? And not an excuse, by the way. Yeah. At some point you do have to suck it up and get over it and you're going to be making $30 million. And let's be honest, there was another side to that punch. The guy that delivered it, the, the mailman, and that was Draymond Green, who's also shared with us, get this, Jay, how him being on the other end of delivering that punch has changed his, you know, affected his leadership capabilities. It, it has, and he's said as much. And that, he's the one that got off. That he can't have the the voice that he once had or he's afraid to speak like he I just used to. And again, I'm not at practice. But on the court, I feel like I see that demonstrative Dre. Now, Do you feel like maybe you don't see it as much behind yeah, the scenes? Yeah. Maybe on the court he Boy, does it in a way. But behind the scenes you don't see it as much because he doesn't want to overstep or think people. Oh, I'm going. Oh, it's going down that road again where you know something might jump off. I mean, I think he's got to be cognizant of that. I guess the, the other part about Poole, going back to him is doesn't Jordan Poole get a little bit of leeway? Like seriously, like doesn't he get like I get everybody on the text line and and people that are calling that say. At some point, you get the bag, you can't be the same player. Like, I'm, I don't even disagree with that. But don't you get a year or a year and a half to grow into that when you're getting a four-year contract extension off of the final year you have, which is this year on the deal? Like, he technically isn't a $30 million player this year. Nah, like, don't you get a year? Don't you get a year to grow it? Like, isn't there some amount of time? Maybe it's not two. Maybe, maybe it's maybe one's too long. But don't you get some amount of time to grow into you just got paid. You're dealing with the punch. Well, wow. Sometimes you're the starting point guard on the defending champions playing for <laughs> Steph Curry. Sometimes you're supposed to be this super sixth man. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I think I think at times Warrior fans do hold Jordan Poole to a championship standard as a starter. Mm. And I think they do it with this team. Like, all the angst off the Laker loss. Like, I think sometimes... This they were undermanned. Snotty reminded me like, that people were hot, but, dude, they were without something. Like, it just... Yeah. like There's a... I feel like 
the Warrior fans do hold this team to a championship standard, even though the championship players aren't necessarily there all the time. Okay, I'll say this to that, because you set me up with it. You do get a benefit of the doubt. But when you look at this club and the growth that Jordan pulled, nobody can take that from him, Jay, that he made last year right in front of our eyes. It was Reggie Miller. It was Shaq. It was Kenny. Everybody saw Jordan Poole. So for the ones like myself... If we thought he's done this four years in a row and we're somewhat disappointed, the one thing that, that that rubs me the wrong way this season is the opportunity's been there. Like like Steph's out, Wiggins out. The, like, and here I think I that's go. part of the problem. You know though. what I mean? It's like, oh, Jay, you already showed us you can handle it. Go get him, fella. And how many times has he had the ball with the game on the line and they're bloop, bloop? We saw Steph throw a towel down when he was in street yep. club. Like, come on, Jordan. We know it's not going in every time, but don't don't trip over your own feet. Like, those things are a reminder of just how young he is. But the way you just said it, the benefit of the doubt, Jay, he does deserve that. And I'm I'm a victim of not giving it to him because they need the expertise that he displayed last year. The numbers have been there for Poole when Curry hasn't when Curry has been out going back to the first time. They haven't been there this time. Right. And that's where they've that's where they've relied more but still on Clay. One game under and in they, the 23. And, and, well, but again, yeah, 11 and 20, 11 and 12 in the 23, which is a statement that he's doing something right and and I think the the end of game situations have yeah. In a lot of ways, because he can create more better than Clay. Offset, yeah. I think the end of games have offset the good that he has done when he has played well and helped to win games. Because you go back to December and that homestand, and he was he was putting up twenty eight, twenty nine <laughs> a night <laughs> to help party, the, to help it. them win games. It. And I, and yeah. I think there isn't a credit given for those wins. And there is too much of a negative attached to the, oh, he fumbled the ball. And, and look, it's bad. It's bad. And I think there's a, there's a couple of good points here. 415, a raise is performance-based. Are you going to give someone a raise and wait five years to perform? And, and no, I'm not saying five years. But I'm saying, do you get a year and a half? Do you get this year and part of next year? Do you, do you know, do, to me, you have, and maybe you don't. 650, yeah. Maybe with, you don't. With the great text, J.D., and I feel like he's talking to me and maybe some others uh, on the Xfinity Mobile text line. Y'all better stop hating on pool. And it goes to your point you just made. He has the hardest job in the NBA. And that's because you're saying he's doing double duty. Or sometimes they ask him to do different things. But I feel like, damn, you're on a team. You know, some, you, you, well, so, but you're not though. You're not. You're not on the on a great team when you're the starting point guard. Like that's the truth. You're not on, because yeah. Steph's not playing. So you're not on a great team. And him and Clay for whatever. I wonder how Clay would answer that or Jordan. They if look, you ask about how they play with each other, they how look, they play off each other. I, I'll, I'll get your take on this. Yeah. We'll get to the phones. We got we got a bunch yeah. of people that want to talk. When it looks at times as if Steph and Clay are on the floor together, especially early in games, almost like they're fighting each other to see who's going to be getting the shot. Okay. Wow. Like, like it's who's going to, and, and I think that may have been part of last night when Kerr pulled Poole out of the game real quick and had a little chat with yeah. him and put him back in the game because, because Poole was not being aggressive at all. And then I Poole, was like, what are you, you're floating. But I think there's times where Poole goes into a game thinking, well, Clay's going to chuck it. Clay, Clay's unabashed, going to chuck it. And, and nobody has a problem with it. And so I'm going to make sure I'm getting everybody involved. I'm going to let I'll, – I'll get into the flow as the game but goes son, on. we need you to get buckets. Well, and, and and you're right. They do need him to get buckets. But so so I think Kerr – you know, and again, I could be totally off. It could have yeah. been defense. Yeah. It could have been anything. But I, I think it was, hey, you got to be aggressive. And then he was aggressive, but you look up at the end of the night, and it's, right. <laughs> and it's yeah, not not a great night in terms of the uh, the, the overall line. With the what would it end up five and nineteen? Yeah, what was yeah, it? yeah not good. roughly around there. But go ahead. I know we got the calls. I just this thing about who's going to get back first, Jay. I, I'd love to get your take on it. I know we got a couple hours, but who's coming back first? Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Uh, let's go to Kevin in Fremont getting us started here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Kevin. Hey. Um, I've been listening, and I've followed the Warriors for years and years and years and years and years. And they've been horrible, and I've enjoyed this uh, championship run. And whether they win or lose this year, 
is not the point. Um, when it comes to this pool situation, and um, I was really happy that they do have somebody like Dante DiVincenzo to pick up for uh, this lackluster play out of pool because it's not that he's trying to be lackluster. It's the fact that he's never met anybody he wants to guard. And for the play to play for the Warriors, you need to be a two-way player at guard. Okay, that's that's my whole point. It, it, for for me, um, I don't. He made the big money. I was actually glad they signed him to the big contract, but not because he was going to be a long-term warrior. It was going to be so that he could be tradable for next year to get a, a two-way player. Thanks for the call, for you, Kevin. I, that's that's something that I said at the time. I, hey, just because he's getting paid doesn't mean he's necessarily going to be here for the next five years. Yeah, no And doubt. I got flack for that as being, it's funny, I got flack for that as being kind of a pool hater, and now I'm a pool apologist. Yeah. Life comes at you fast. No man. doubt, but if you look around the league, and I know defense wins championships, but it don't feel like it this year, Jay. Uh, you know, and I go back to that Laker-Dallas game. The only reason Dallas gave up the lead is they stopped missing their shots, yeah. you know, because all they were doing is jacking threes. Well, the but playoffs are a different sport. Pool is playing the same amount of defense he played last year. He was just lights out. Handling the rock, and this clay that we're seeing now is badass. I still remember the play. He left his feet, Jay, one leg, threw it to DiVincenzo in the corner. DiVincenzo hit the shot, 99-99, I believe, or gave him a three-point lead. That's playmaking by clay. But when I said earlier to you, and you 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 didn't rebuttal, but just when you talk about skills and the utility belt, if I need a bucket at the top of the key, I think that's pulls. He can do that more so than clay. Yeah, if you're looking for, although the Warriors have run a little more ISO play than we've ever seen (laughs) of late, in part because Clay's been going off and the Warriors have needed Clay to go off. 888-957-9570, Banker Brian, Foster City next year with JD and Goo. What's going on, Banker Brian? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I'm going to try and make it quick. I have two points I want to make about Jordan Poole. Uh, My first thought is simply, honestly, I feel like that punch on Jordan Poole killed his confidence. It killed his confidence as a player, as a man. You could tell this season, compared to last season in the playoffs, mm. he's not playing the way he wants to play. He's playing, he looks very reserved, very conservative. Yeah, he tries to play fantasy, but, you know, he's losing the rock. You know, it's, he's not playing to that level that we saw last year. And I feel like that punch really killed that confidence. And honestly, that punch, I feel like from Draymond, is going to resurface at the end of the season, whether we make a deep playoff run or not, that punch is going to resurface in the season and it's going to basically implicate why we, why the Warriors play the way we, we have played this season. Jordan's going to be fine. Time heals all wounds. Next season, we'll see Jordan Poole play to the level that he can play that we've seen, and he'll play to that level of contract that he's on right now or he's going to be. So, um, honestly, I think Draymond, what's going to happen to him at the end of the season he may he may get cut. He may not. You know, I think a lot of it's going to resurface again. This conversation is going to be talked about again in the off season. And you know, I know Jordan Poole. We all saw what he's capable of. He's going to keep doing what he's doing uh, eventually. Maybe not this season, this season, but next season, he's going to play to what we all expect him to do. Yeah, we'll see. I, all I'm saying is they they just need a little bit. And thanks for the call. He, he, I think he needs a little bit of leeway considering everything that's happened to to be able to develop into whatever he's he's going Mm. to be. And I'll say that fully acknowledging the fact that I never expected, even at the $30 million AAV that's coming up, average value, to be, I never expect him to be a number one superstar on a winning team. Like, that's never how I viewed Jordan Poole to this point in, in his career. Guys that aren't that, Still can make thirty million a year now in the NBA. Like that's just the way. Like I think that is part of it. It's the fact that, in a sense, the Warrior fan base has been sold. I don't know by who, but they've been. Maybe they've come up with it on their own that Pool is like the next Steph, and he's going to be the the face of the franchise. They're going to be winning all these games five years from now. I understand, and and that to me is like get like you should have never had that in your head to begin with. If you did, well. I'm going to bring up something. I hear that. That's a great point. But I'm going to bring up someone and somebody we haven't talked about. So this goes back to the punch, and I'll get up off of it. If there is some residue, and I can totally understand that there is, I'm doubly disappointed 
in Andre Iguodala because what you're not bringing to the court is dumbfounding. The fact that you would even think you could get out there and help this team, and now this team is where it's at before the last couple of wins, you still can't muster up enough energy or uh, mojo to get out there and play. So all year long, we've heard Bob tell Stani and myself and anybody that would listen, it's what he does behind the scenes. And where I'm going, Jay, since you're just a bump on a pickle and you're not playing, why can't you help facilitate or repair this issue with the team if it's just with Jordan and Dre or get the troops and, and, and galvanize everybody? Yeah. Like you're striking out at everything. And I'm like, what are you doing? I think he did. And I think the, some of the reporting on it going back to October was that he did try to facilitate amending. I, I think it's mended, like it, on the surface level. Like, I see, to me. Well, if it's mended, the, you mean but, it's fixed. But the ramifi- well, it, you gotta, it's, but it's one of those things where it's fixed, but it's, ne- you know, maybe it's just never truly going to be no, fixed I, or hey, it can't right. be fixed mm. this year. Mm. You know, maybe like, like I think to the, to the extent you had to fix it to all be in the same room together Social and be on the court beast, together. Imagine that. That, like, that went viral. I think it's fixed in that. I think it got fixed in uh, on the surface level, but what it did to the development of, like it may have set, it may have set. Pool's development right. back a year. I'm not like I'm not saying it, it's going to change his career, but it. You know what it may have done? It may have meant when we look back on it that Jordan Poole had a bad year because of it. Wow! Like that may be like and maybe <laughs> it, I'm mad at that. And, and I, but that doesn't mean that there's anything that can be verbally hashed out. Like I think that part is done, and I think everybody that tried yeah. to bring those two together did it. Like it's not that you. It, they're probably fine with each other, but it's just the. It's the mentals of yeah, where it left him, I and, and, and I know that raises its own different set of conversation of as far as should he still be, you know, affected by it in March as opposed to October. Like all of that's fair and on the board, but I I think to the Iguodala point, I hear you because I think Iguodala, for, uh, you know, are you shocked we haven't we've seen no, as little? You're, you're really I'm not, not, Jay. I'm you're not. really they got not. him on scholarship for the playoffs and to be a pseudo leader. Uh, I get that it burns you, and it actually burns me too. Like I, I'm with you. But like, they need help. But in what way? Like the, the, on the court? All, yeah, the stuff that you can't he was... play, and they don't want him to play now. They want him to play in April and May and June. Like wow. I'm, I, I, that's not a defense either, because yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Like it, bo- it bothers you. It takes two to tango. It bothers you that he isn't out there playing right now. Because they need what he represents. That 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 that's the that's the worst part, Jay. Some good news here. Oh wow! Uh, uh, some good news. Uh, we, we've kind of been sounder? we've been going back and forth. I think it's worthy of it. Uh oh! I, I know. Evan. Sometimes sometimes we play it and it's not worthy of it. I think it is worthy of it. Uh, Steve Kerr at Warriors practice said that Draymond Green's MRI came back clear. He practiced today. And is questionable for tomorrow's game against Portland. So maybe he's not going to play. Maybe he is going to play. But but that MRI clear is good. Practice today is good. Questionable for tomorrow. This is okay. We'll see. Can I tell you? Not so good. Kyle, Evan, and the great John Dickinson. Can I tell you that's that wasn't the news I was looking for. It's good news, but I'm so (laughs) drunk with bad news. I love you, man. That. That was kind of the one to where you we could have got that like like the Steph like I took Dre for granted like just him being out these last two games I was like oh my gosh where'd that come from but now that we get what you deem good news I'm still you know I just default this wig and Steph still oh well so it's about that it's yeah, not it's not like, the questionable part right, but but he's clean though it, the, the MRI came back the MRI clean. came All back right. clear. Practice today, which is good, although I'm sure they didn't have and a real and I, strenuous I, practice. I disrespected Portland to you in the green room. Portland just beat the Warriors last time we saw them. Yeah, Portland hasn't been able to beat too many teams of late. They beat Houston last night. What did you think of the 71? Everybody's beating Houston. I don't know why I'm turned. Damon's from the town, the bay, the yay. I, I'm just turned. The I sc- thought it was, I, 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 I had kind of a eh reaction to it. Like it wasn't, a, it wasn't not a negative reaction. Right, I love that. I, I, I You're thought, two under 500. Yeah, I thought good for Dame. He's a good dude. Like I thought good for Dame. He's a good dude. But they're just mediocre. Like I don't, I don't, I don't even know and that I that has to be said. I think they got better said. than mediocre talent. I don't. 
Wow. I really don't. You think? No. They're basically Grant, right where I thought they were. And you got be. Simons and, and, and your boy? No, they don't Dang. defend. I don't, and I, the rat on the table there, Chauncey Billups ain't it. Wow. You go in there. You Chauncey got the beard, Bill, though, Chauncey Jay. Billups ain't it. Speaking of which, you shaved yours. I did. You a long time. Jay. Like a year ago. Rick Ross. <laughs> like, yeah. like, uh, 888 957 9570. Uh, Sam Amico is going to join us uh, coming up this segment. Brought to you by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. And also, we're brought to you by AC Transit, senior writer for HoopsWire.com, Sam Amico. Coming up on 95.7 The Game. Wow, 90, your boy, Catechism. Body of Christ. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All right, John Dickinson in for Steiny. Daryl the Guru Johnson here as always. More phone calls coming up. Having a good warrior discussion. But uh, let's get to our guest on the program today. And we appreciate Sam Amico, the senior writer for HoopsWire.com, joining us here uh, on a Monday. What's going on, Sam? Thanks for taking some time. Yeah, not a whole lot. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're just trying to make sense of what I've called a, a mediocre Western Conference. Uh, just just give us your sense of, of, of the West as it stands right now. The Warriors are still shorthanded. They win a couple games in a row. Everybody here thinks they can make a run to the title, assuming they're healthy. They lose a couple. It's forget about it. Just make some sense of the Warriors season as it relates to the Western Conference with so many different teams seemingly in the race. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, I would agree. It is wide open. Um, you know, Denver has been pretty much atop the conference for for most of the season. It's funny. It was just yesterday I was just shooting the breeze with a an exec in the East, and he said, you know, the Warriors get that eight seed, they could they could go on a run. You know, if Steph's healthy, everybody's healthy. Clay's been uh, using this time to you know, play some of his best basketball of the year, and then Steph Curry comes back, and all of a sudden, you know, and, and Draymond comes back healthy, and Andrew Wiggins comes back healthy, all of a sudden, you know, you you have your team uh, presumably, hopefully, playing its best basketball when it means the most, and with the Western Conference this wide open, sure, anything could happen. You know, there's there's really no clear-cut favorite, I don't think. Now, you know, Denver deserves to, you know, some respect being in the position that they've been in all year with with Jokic healthy, and they've got more depth this year than last year. But uh, I, I, they're, they're certainly not uh, uh, one of those, you know, powers that you just think you really got to be playing exceptional to, to overtake them. I'd say that about anybody in the entire league. 
Sam, you are a breath of fresh air. I got a bet out here that the Warriors are going to go back-to-back, and my partner has the field. And, you know, I'm up and down, but I'm betting on that pedigree and everything that you just said and a team beating a healthy Warrior team four out of seven. I want to ask you this, Sam, because... I don't want to sound like the old person, but I'm watching this NBA and I'm a little turned off with the lack of defense. Do you see that? And that is that just me? Because I look at the Kings, a great story, great job by Mike Brown, but they play no D and yet they're the third seed. Yeah, uh, I'm about ready to sound like an old guy, too. First of all, uh, I, I covered Mike Brown when I was a Cavs beat writer for a few years. And uh, it's really funny to see his team leading the league in scoring because he was always such a defensive-minded coach. Um, but I will say that, you know, the rules in general, he's just taking advantage of the rules. And I, I would like to see, and I think there are fans out there who would like to see some of these rules on defense change. You know, nobody wants to go back to the 80-72 to 72 final scores, but... You, you, I, I think you have to be allowed to be able to defend on the perimeter a little bit more than than they're allowing teams and players to do so now because uh, you know there's just too many too many rules that favor the offensive players. So uh, I, I just think that you've got to you've got to come up with something, uh, the competition committee, to to make these rules and the games a little more uh, you know just some defense. Otherwise, you know, it's not going to be long before we see a guy scoring 100 points. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting, Sam, because I've I've always put it more on the fact that it just seems like there's a lot of players and a lot of teams that that night to night over an 82 game season just don't bring the effort and and the intensity. It's just kind of not worth it to really put in that that energy. It sounds like you think it's more. You're, there's just too many fouls called and, and too many ways where the offense has an advantage and that if there were options to play play defense and it was more worth it, that teams would actually do it in, in the regular season. Is that is that fair? Yeah, I think so. I think that there, you know, if you remember the, the Memphis Grizzlies of a few years ago with Mike Conley and Zach Randolph and those guys, I mean, their grind was in their motto, you know, so... I think that if you do institute those rules, some teams are going to be known <clears throat> as good defensive teams. Their, their, their coaches can get them to give great defensive effort on most nights. Now, you know, the NBA has instituted the freedom of movement rule, which is a good rule. It's just it got to the point where they kind of got carried away, and they're not allowing you to defend on the perimeter as much as they used to. I'm not saying hand-checking, but there has to be a little bit more reason for defenders to go out and defend on the perimeter without being called for a foul just for defending a three-point shot. So I think that they, I think that's something they're going to revisit this offseason, too. You know, how do we kind of keep things within reason, uh, you know, in terms of scoring and 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 giving such huge advantage to the offensive players. Sam, we're a couple of days from Clay Thompson putting together his best back-to-back months of his career. He's shown us early on when Barkley kind of said he was never be the same. He opened up and let us know, you know, that bothered him. But are you at all shocked with the the flamethrower that Clay Thompson has reemerged and shown us that he still got it? Yeah, I I don't know about shock, but pretty surprised. You know, I didn't think he was done. I just didn't think he would be a guy who was scoring 42 followed by 32 and having this kind of month uh, that he's having. I didn't think he'd be able to put it together again. I I think a lot of people didn't think he would be able to. And and not because of anything but the severity of his injuries in back-to-back years. It's just, you know, the surprising he's been able but you know what great for him he's always been a pro's pro always had a great work ethic and probably was fueled a little bit by by Barkley's words so um you know and again that's going to be something that will really benefit the Warriors when everybody else comes back now we know Clay Thompson is confident we already know Steph Curry's going to do his thing you assume Andrew Wiggins is going to come back and do his, 
and and same thing with Draymond. You know, so I I, I think that these are all good signs. Uh, I, I like their trade, even though Gary Payton's not going to be available. You know, until probably right before the playoffs. Uh, I, I think that was a good move on the Warriors' part to get a little bit more experience in the backcourt. So, I, you know, this is a team that you count them out because they've had an up-and-down season. You're probably going to pay the price. Sam Abiko joining us here on 95.7 The Game. Uh, want to get to the, the Gary Payton deal, and, and not so much the, the Payton part of it, but the Wiseman part of it, and the Warriors making the decision to to move off of him. What did you make of that, and and also that as an admission potentially of, all right, this two-timeline thing isn't going to work, or do they still have enough other young players that could develop down the line where they, they wind up with a, a nice young core down the line? Yeah, I think the core, the, the 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 young core thing is still has lots of potential. You know, every once in a while, and a guy may be a talented player, just doesn't fit what you're trying to do at the moment. And and really, that seemed what the situation was with James Wiseman. He just didn't he didn't fit. And you know, maybe Detroit will be a better place for him. Uh, he, he just he wasn't going to be cohesive with the rest of these guys. I think the rest of their young players, though, if you factor them in, they've been looking like they fit. Kaminga, you know, Moody when he gets an opportunity, even Lamb and Jerome, you know, those guys, those guys have potential. It's just their opportunities are going to be limited. Uh, because obviously of, of you've got a veteran team and a team that's trying to win big now again. So I, I think the rest of those guys are fine, and there's there's plenty of promise there. It's just, you know, look, every once in a while you draft a guy who you, you think we're gonna, he's going to be a difference maker. It doesn't pan out for whatever reason. Probably some injuries in there probably hurt his confidence. But, uh, you know, not, no, I don't want to say no great loss is an insult to him, but what I'm saying is with the Warriors, it, it's not a great loss because he hadn't been contributing that much anyway. Sam, I need your help. We'll get you out of here on this one. I was having a conversation the other day about MVP. And I love Jokic. He's special. And I was just saying to my my, my uh, teammate, hey, nobody should get it three times in a row because there's, there's so many great individual players. But that conversation stemmed around Giannis, uh, Embiid, Jokic. But Saturday night, I'm watching Tatum and how he closed out that game and Boston being the number one seed. I hadn't even mentioned him. Sam, if I said... Uh, your thoughts on Tatum being MVP over Jokic, if it came down to that, how, how would you respond? Uh, I think I, right now I would pick Jason Tatum as the MVP, mm. uh, you know, and I would certainly have him lead that conversation, but I think that <clears throat> Jokic, with Denver being the top team in the West all year, Jokic being, you know, pretty much a walking triple-double, uh, I, I, I just think that's those two guys, Tatum and Jokic, are the two main guys you're talking about. Then I'd go with with Giannis Antetokounmpo, and then probably Embiid. But uh, right now, I mean, you look at Boston, and Tatum has really been as good as Jalen Brown has been. Uh, Tatum's been the biggest reason they've been able to. He's taken his game to another level this season. Tatum has, um, and with Boston playing the way that they've been playing, not to mention you know some off-season drama. With, with the coaching staff and Ime Aduko, I, I just think that, you know, you, you look at the way Tatum has been. I mean, like I said, Saturday night against the Sixers was a great example. Um, you know, but, hey, guys, I'll tell you what. You can go with probably one of six or seven yeah. guys every year for MVP, and really you couldn't complain. And I think that's the case again this year. I mean, you could have given it to stuff. You know, maybe not this year, but last year, and you know, so many years you could have given it to him. But it's just a, it's just a matter of, you know, well, let's just, let's just draw a name out of that because so many guys have been good. You know, Sam, great stuff. We really appreciate you taking the time. Thanks again. We'll talk to you, talk to you soon. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for having me. We'll-
We'll talk to you later. All right, Sam Amico, HoopsWire.com, senior writer. He's covered the NBA for a long time. Appreciate him joining us. Man, I need him by my side. He can see the Warriors getting hot. Yeah, that was the big takeaway. But, Jay, I just like, I'm not dreaming or wishing upon a star about the We Believe Warriors winning it. It's just, again, it's timing. It's health. But nobody saw last year. Yeah, I see, I'm, that's where I disagree with you a little bit. I Like, last year... I, I agree with everything you brought to the table on. You can't count them out and all that. Like, last year to me is not a reason. Like, well, nobody thought they could do it last year. Well, nobody thought they could do it at the beginning of last year. Right. Okay. There were a lot yeah. of people that thought they could do it when they were 18 okay. and 2 and 41 okay. and 13. Right. And when they got healthy right as the playoffs were starting. I, I think, and maybe it's just me. So you think that bottle's empty? No, I'm not saying it's empty. What I'm saying is. Like it's it's a little bit of revisionist history to say they can do it this year because nobody thought yeah. they could do it last year. Like no, like, like yeah. last year's team was a lot better than this year's team. So no, I'm not saying it's empty, but to me, I guess what I'm saying is and it's it's a semantic yeah, point. I hear you. But it's that that last year's team was just like last year's team showed everybody they could do it. If they were yeah. this year's team has not done that. So I just yeah. I guess using last year as an, as a reason for this year is not the reasoning for me. And if I was in the boardroom going against, yeah, going against myself and, and, you know, and my hope, I still cannot grasp this warrior team when the chef has been on the court that they just poo-poo on themselves on the road. And then they're just a different team at home. I get a game up with a minute. Hey. Come on, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on, Jay, explain that to me. Well, they just, I think it's I mean, I, I've given my answer to it a couple of times. I mean, I think they wanted to coast at the beginning of the year. I think coast. I heard Anthony Slater with, with Willard and Dibbs yeah. earlier as I was walking in to, to get prepped for the show. My point and he, he talked about he talked about the fact that, you know, they were three and seven. They thought they had all this leeway with the young players to be in the rotation. And then at that point, because they were three and seven, and they were in part they, the the young players being a part of the rotation wasn't the only reason they were three okay. and seven. But that also with the fact that the veterans wanted to coast the veterans wanted a little bit of that 125 120 every night we're going to be seven and three <laughs> open zero right and, it, and and they couldn't get it and when they couldn't get it there was like a oh god like that that so to me it started with the veterans and the and the bad defense do you think the why are we not getting it do you think the veterans were saying it's it's specifically on the rookies? I think the veteran. I think there was... Or a, the young guys. To me, there was a disconnect where the veterans were basically pseudo-blaming the young guys for, huh? for not being good enough to allow them to coast, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I just I can't mean, can, wait, man. I, to me, like they thought they had it kind of dialed, and then they realized they didn't, and that meant that the veterans, that the, the young players had to stop playing for a minute. And yeah. until they could get it all together, and then since then there's been injuries and people in and out. The and, two clouds, so the two like stories that. that bother me about this season that I had no earthly idea were going to take place and and be something that's kind of just in the background. One JD, I'll never forget it. The Saturday before the Celtic game uh, here at home, where the Warriors just manhandled the Celtics, and Woj said Bob didn't have a contract, which is still where it's at. Okay, and we hope Bob comes back. And then also, too, um, that road record I just mentioned. Like, that's where we're warriors and, yeah. and, and the road is where. But, like, again, we could break down I trust what they do the at playoffs. home more than they do. Okay. I trust well, them in the playoffs so, on the road. Like Denver? If no, they're healthy. I was telling you, I like Memphis. Like all, the Clippers. I mean, the Lakers. Because that's who. You know what I mean? Like, they're. The boys could go in there and win, and they can go in there and lose. They've shown us that, but that four out of seven, I'm holding on like, that's it. If, if they have everybody. And, 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 and then and, you, I thought you were going to say they got to get to the four. And they get, Well, they have to. Yeah, you're right. No, they do. I mean, I, I touched on that this weekend, the fact that. You know, I was listening to you guys. I think they've got action if they can get to a point where these next couple of weeks don't do them in, which is why a game like last night is so important. It's why a game even against the worst team in the NBA and the Rockets is so important. 
It's they why. They cut that thing to eight. It's, it, <laughs> and, but, and, but it's that's, oh my God. that's part of the deal. Yeah. Like, this team isn't running away from anybody right now. They need Clay to go off. They need contributions from the the two-way guys. Who, you know, people were getting a little quiet about Anthony Lamb, I think, during the game last well, night. Jerome he Lamb, it's got to be one sooner or later, right? It, well, sooner, and they're getting up against it with Lamb in terms Lamb of his number last night. And so I, I think they he hit a big three at the top of the game. I'm like Lamb, what are you? Yeah, baby. I think if Lamb is, I think Lamb is the guy over Jerome because because Jerome doesn't play if they have all their guards. Yeah, I hear so, okay. I, so I think I got like you. if if Steph is playing, if if you have Steph, if you have Clay, if you have Poole, if you have Divincenzo. He's and then maybe have Peyton too. That'll be the GP two award. Whoever gets it out After of them that, too. Yeah. So to me, it's it uh, Jerome is as as much as he's helped them in his own way. You got to be healthy at those other spots if you're going to make a run. You need Lamb as a as a a guy that you yeah. might not play, yeah. but you might need to play. And so I I think it's probably him. Plus the decision on him is coming up before the decision on Jerome yeah. because. He's played Man. more games to this point. He's almost. Imagine he's got to be at forty. Either one of them that loses out or has to go back. Like I was up on the big club all, balling at times. No doubt, no doubt, and that and that that can be tough. Yeah. But I think that's ultimately the decision that the Warriors are going to have to make. Eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. It's John Dickinson and Daryl the Guru Johnson here on ninety five seven. The games. I'm sitting in for Steiny here on a Monday. What do you make of? Where the Warriors sit, the standings say they've got action. The belief, and it's still out there, that they can be whole to me, Goo, means they've got action. I've got to see how it all shakes out as far as the matchups. But this is the thing where I keep disagreeing with Steiny. Yeah. It it doesn't look like they got enough now, but if you're telling me that that there's a scenario where all of a sudden they're Playing a Sacramento in a first round or something Give like it to me. Like it's it's and then you're in the second round and all of a sudden it just That's what I'm that's but, what I'm betting on. Like there's a point in which But Curry needs to come back. But Curry's gotta come back. Like so and, does and, Wiggins. and so does Wiggins. And so does Draymond. If any of those are not a part of it, then it's a wrap. But that doesn't mean that the games that are going on right now are any less important. If if anything, it means they are important. Doesn't mean you're gonna win them all. Yeah. It doesn't mean you should be expected to win them all. Or afraid of anybody. You shouldn't be afraid of anybody, but you also, like, the re- the reality is, they could lose to Portland tomorrow. Like, at 7-10, and this... this and who would be mad at, with, if, if there's no Drake well, a lot of people, A lot of people would be mad. Well, you were and saying they'd that. And they blame Anthony him. Lamb and Steve Kerr. Yeah, I see. And Jordan Poole. Curry he, did, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. Let me read this to you yeah. from... Uh, YouTube, from the land of Hella, the energy is wrong, the body language is negative, the chemistry is non-existent, this squad isn't doing squat this year. Like, I don't see that. That's a possible now, outcome. I think the energy... Now, it could be the whatever, the dynamics you mentioned, but that's a little strong. I... I see that a lot of nights, to be Guys honest. Guys are getting up off the bench. Remember we had bench gate early on, sure. right? When the season started and nobody was getting up, but... And I see Dre and Poole interact. It to me, a lot of nights it looks like a team that isn't having a good time. I, I that that to me more nights than it does. And they're playing the game they love. It, but does that does that matter once you get to a point where it's go time and you have everybody? I I kind of think I think some of that is just the slog of the regular season. I think. A big chunk of this, of all of this, and yes, some of it might be the punch, some of it might be the younger players, some of it might be the veterans wanted to coast. All of these things are true. I also think some of it is the Warriors have just become one of these teams like about 20 to 23 in the NBA right. that just don't give a rip about the regular season. And, well, and, damn. And, and they look like the regular season is well, the most this is the first year we've seen that, Jay. tooth extraction they've ever had. They didn't feel that way last year. But and you, I know they were coming off a loss well, in the play-in at home to Memphis. They missed, they missed the playoffs the twice. OT, okay. They missed the playoffs twice, and they had something to prove. This year, they've got nothing to prove until April 15th. Well, it might be April 15th. 10th or 11th, because they might have to play in a Has it still, I know we're up against it, has it still set in that James Wiseman is no longer a warrior? 
Jay, that one, it it will get worse yes. later. It will that that's where I'm at. Like I'm focused on the end season. Will it? I, I, How so? Because, because he, he's probably going to go be pretty you good. Hadn't had since Chris Weber. Yeah, I, I think at some point you have to accept, and not you yeah. specifically, but uh, like Warrior <laughs> fan. I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm not coming down your bro. I think at some point Warrior fans are just going to have to accept the fact that when we're getting a big James Wiseman might very well go on and be a good player, right? And he wasn't going to be that player here. But the question, not for a long right, time. Okay, all right. I, 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 I pictured Steiny on your shoulders, his head. I would goo because they're champ, but I, I just, why'd you get him then? You, you, you knew all that. Well, they didn't. You know why they, you, what, yeah. right on the table. Right on the table. Second one. Right on the table. Hey, hey. They thought their championship days were over. But how does one assess that of themselves? Because they were just 50, the night they drafted Wiseman, they were 15 and 50. And Clay got and hurt. And Clay just got hurt. So they knew that night they were not winning a title that year. But they, if you they used were 15 and 50 and to they, replace Clay or something close or even move the they pick. They weren't winning a title. But how do you know if you get something that, I mean, when, nobody's going to be Clay. When the news broke that Clay Thompson went out, the I remember. day of the draft, yeah. that afternoon, the draft was at 5 o'clock yeah. and 2.30 or whatever, the news breaks, Clay Thompson, really bad injury. I don't know if it was Achilles yeah. at that point, but eventually it was like a really bad injury for Clay. He's working out November 18th of 2020, right? That moment, the Warriors were eliminated from the ability to win a championship in 2020 2021 in that moment they were so you're not really thinking about that at that and you were 15 and 50 coming off of that so you're thinking what get this the, what i want to hear you're thinking get the best player you can that's what i mean and 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 develop and he would still be here and develop and we but could be feeling positive about him it turned out they were yeah. able to be a championship contender again and that changed the calculus all right he's Daryl Laguru Johnson I'm JD 8889579570 this segment sponsored by AC Transit. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.